quick one guys before we get into today's episode do you know any parents including yours who doesn't really know how to help their child through their journey in sports i'm hosting a free masterclass called nurturing your child's sporting talent in that masterclass they would learn how to prepare you or their children for sports the right way send them to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting now into today's episode what's up guys welcome back to another exciting episode of athlete maestro the sports education podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports i'm your host tola Ogunlewe, and this is episode 577 have a self-directed training regimen learn to walk your way up and stay hungry She's one of the most recognizable faces in women's basketball history and one of its most decorated players. A winner of two WNBA championships today on the show, American legend and WNBA star, Lisa Leslie. If you're 6'5 in the NBA, so that's the men's game, then maybe people don't really take you seriously or l- let me say they don't really notice you so to speak because i mean everyone is even taller you have these guys who are seven feet tall but in the wnba so the women's game at six or five everyone kind of knows who you are add to that when you have the ability to play the game like many sports back in the day not many had female teams so it was difficult for female players to develop their game if they had to do it they either had to train on their own or join boys team for lisa she joined the boys team in junior high school and that greatly helped her playing abilities the boys were usually bigger and stronger to show how good lisa was and how good she was becoming before she started high school colleges were already trying to recruit her just just picture that you have not even started high school colleges are already trying to recruit you in high school she would play basketball volleyball and also run track her biggest impact would be on a basketball court in high school she could already dunk the ball and was leading her team in scoring and rebounding she would help her school win the 1989 california state championship lisa would go on to attend the university of southern california setting pac-10 conference records for scoring rebounding and blocks she led her team to the pac-10 conference championships in 1994 she was named naismith college player of the year usbwa women's national player of the year and won the honda sports award for basketball just like destiny the WNBA was formed in 1996 and in the inaugural draft in 1997 lisa was selected number seven overall by the los angeles sparks it would take five years before she would lead her team to a championship but the team made the playoffs for five consecutive seasons in 2001 they won their first nba title and of course lisa was the star of this show a title they would defend 
in 2002. Lisa was not only the first woman to dunk in the WNBA, she was the first player to 3,000 career points. To date, she is the record scorer and rebounder for the Los Angeles Sparks. Over the course of her illustrious career, she won league MVP three times and had eight WNBA All-Star selections. Add to that her four Olympic gold medals with Team USA. No doubt a legend of the sport. In 2019, she was selected into the US Olympic and Paralympic Hall of Fame. Today, she is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Lisa Leslie. You know, if you if you watch women's basketball, even male basketball, you see, Lisa is more or less like the LeBron James of female basketball. Like, she's one of the most recognizable faces because of what she did in the 90s, in the early 2000s. The women's game is what it is today. And you see, there are many people who have said that, look, the women's game would not be where it is today. You wouldn't have the kind of attention that you have. The TV deals and the deals the players are striking, you know, with all of this merchandise outfits and, and all of that. You would not have that without the efforts and everything that Lisa Leslie was able to do. That's how much of a star she was in the game. First lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Lisa Leslie is have a self-directed training regimen. Have a self directed training regimen now obviously you see the thing with great athletes is that they are always studied the thing with great athletes is that they are always an example to other athletes and of course that's one of the main points with this monday episodes of the podcast where we look into a successful athlete and hey what are the things they did right what were the things they did wrong what are the things that you can now begin to add to your own game to make you better i see when people were looking at lisa leslie they said hey look she was always hardworking. Like, that was never going to be an issue. She always persevered. That was never going to be an issue, you know, because it was something that she embodied right from where she was growing up, you know, because of her family and all of that. You know, father was not around. Her mom was busy with work and things like that. So one of the key things that was identified that stood out, that made her the star that she was today was that she had a self-directed training regimen. So you see, those trainings that you do on your own, those trainings where you don't have to go to the facility, those trainings where you don't need anybody to watch over you, those training where you don't need supervision, you just pick up your tool of trade or you yourself, you just go out. So there were so many times that Lisa Leslie was always doing push-ups, sit-ups, like a structured training regimen. And of course, um, when she retired, you know, and they were asking her, how, how do you keep up now, you know, with training? He said, hey, because of the things that I do now, obviously, he's the part owner of the Los Angeles Sparks and, and all of that. I don't have six to eight hours to work out. Six to eight hours to work out. You see, I picked something from that because I don't know how long the teams then in the WNBA used to practice, but it definitely wasn't that long. It meant that there was a lot of that time that was so key in the personal training regimen that she had and of course this also reminds me of you know someone like cristiano ronaldo so i remember when um i can't remember the man united player they were interviewing you know but i remember when he was saying you know about cristiano ronaldo when he moved to manchester united then he said hey you go to ronaldo's house he's working out he's working on his game or he's doing something football related 
And of course, it also, uh, I've shared this story on the podcast before when, uh, you know, at Juventus, Medi Benatia, who was also at Juventus at the time. So they had just come back from a Champions League game, you know, that they had played abroad. And obviously, I think it was, you know, one of those lowly teams. Ronaldo wasn't really used. I think he came on as a substitute and he didn't re- really get playing time. When they landed back in Turin, Ronaldo looks, you know, at Medi Benatia and says, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and Medi Benatia looks at him and he was like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, I'm going home. Like, we just got back. It was like, oh, I thought you were going to come to the facility in Turin so that we could get in some training sessions, so that we could get in a few hours, so that we could do a few things. That's what I mean by having a self-directed training regimen. Also, Floyd Mayweather Jr. So there was a time, I think it was when Floyd was fighting Oscar De La Hoya. So at the time, you know, the, the biggest boxing fight in the world. And at the same time, he was competing on Dancing with the Stars. You know, so this dancing competition and things like that. So, and people were wondering like, hey, how is it that you are going to combine an intense training camp with all of these obligations and all these things that you have? You know what Floyd Mayweather said? He said, I don't necessarily have a training camp. Every time is training time for me. So there were, there were certain times when he would fly back from shooting Dancing with the Stars. It would be 1 a.m. in the morning. Guess what? Floyd is going to the gym to practice. There were other times, you know, so there was this um, 24-7 series that he did. You know, it was, I don't know, I, I think they still do it now, but it was really, you know, behind the scenes look at the build-up to the fight, how the fighters are training, all the things they are doing. They really go behind the scenes to look at it. And of course, there was a time they were, you know, playing back and showing, you know, one of the things in the build-up to the fight. And Floyd Mayweather was watching something that Oscar De La Hoya said that pissed him off. Guess what he did? He said, hey, give me my running shoes. And he went in the middle of the night and he went running. What's my point, guys? You see, you cannot, if you're going to get to the top, if you're going to get to any level of success in your sport, you cannot rely entirely on your team training or your coach training. There has to be some sort of self-directed training that you do. So training that you do on your own. Is it before practice? Is it after practice? Of course, I didn't even share the example of Kobe Bryant because we knew that this was something that he did remarkably well over the course of his career. First lesson, guys, have a self-directed training regimen. So what is your self-directed training regimen today? Or is it only when the team trains that you train? Is it only when the coach calls for a training session that you go for a training session? Can you be doing push-ups? Can you be doing sit-ups? You know, can you be doing something that enhances or helps you get better in your sport? That's the first lesson, guys from Lisa Lesson. The second lesson is learn to walk your way up. Learn to walk your way up. Now, when um, Lisa won her fourth Olympic gold medal with the US team, so they won four consecutive Atlanta 96, Sydney 2000, Athens uh, 2004, and of course Beijing in 2008. Now, when they won, when she won the fourth one, she came into uh, the press conference, you know, after the finals and everything, and everyone was looking at her and she was like, they were like, why do you have four medals around your neck? Like, this is 2008. Yes, we know you've won four, but you just won one now. And you see, what she said was profound. She said, I put this uniform, so talking about the US, you know, national team uniform, I put this uniform on when I was in 11th grade. And I walked my way up to the national team, then the world championships, then 
the Olympics. Now, she was saying this with respect to, you know, how she has improved in terms of how she has gotten to where she got to. But you see, the lesson that I picked up from it was, was quite different. And that's what I want to share with you today. You see, I see so many athletes who, you know, you're thinking of the big prize immediately. And look, there's, there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. Like, you know, I'm one of the most ambitious people ever. And I will push you to be ambitious as well. But you see, one of the key things you need to do and you must do is that you need to scale levels. Imagine trying to climb a staircase, you know, and you want to be jumping the thing, you know, three, three steps or four, four steps. Now, you might be able to do two, two steps, but depending on how high that staircase is, guess what? You're going to get tired because you're not taking it one step at a time. So you're a footballer, for example, you want to go from amateur to representing your national team. Is it possible? Yes, it is. But you see, like I always say on this show, you cannot work with exceptions. You work with the rule. So it's very unlikely that you're going to do that. So I'm not talking about the the, um, the age-grade teams. I'm talking about the main, main national team. Have we seen players that have done it? Yes, we have. But guess what? That is not the norm. So can you walk your way up first to a semi-pro team? And then can you walk your way up from there to a pro team? Then can you walk your way up from there to a team that is better or in a better position? If you're a track and field athlete, you haven't been to any major tournament, but you are saying that next year, go to go to your Olympics and I'm going to win gold. Again, is it possible? Yes, it is. But guess what? You are not working with the exceptions. You are working with what is the norm. So what you want to do is that you need a test tournament. Gauge where you are. Gauge the level your talent is and the things that you need to work on the things that you need to improve now from that tournament you then walk your way up to a better tournament so maybe the world championships right because it's going to be more competition then from there you can then get to the olympics and of course you i mean you would have been seeing the gradual progression that is what i picked out from what lisa leslie was saying here i put on this uniform when i was in 11th grade 11th grade and then, of course, she walked her way up to the national team. So she started first with under-17 and things like that. You know, then, of course, got to the main team. Then the world championships, where, of course, they claimed gold. Then after that, it was now the Olympics proper, where she won it four times. So I don't want you to jump steps, guys. I don't want you to be too quick. I don't want you to be in a hurry to go nowhere fast. I, I don't want that for you. I want you to be in a position where your steady improvement, your steady graduation gets you to the point where you can eventually get to the top of the ladder or the staircase and you are not afraid that you might fall second lesson guys from lisa leslie learn to walk your way up you see don't 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 be in a hurry to go nowhere fast take this thing one step at a time particularly if you're working on the right things and of course those are the things that i give you here on the podcast final lesson guys is stay hungry stay hungry so there was um um a it's not an interview you know there was something that lisa was invited to, she was invited to talk to you know some university graduates or university basketball players and i can't remember which which particular one it was and you see the message that she had for them in terms of how they can achieve success you know and that thing was she said look remember the two h's remember the two h's so be humble and be hungry let's leave the humble side you know so in terms of respecting your teammates your coaches you know and people like that let's come to the hungry side you see what she says is that when you are hungry 
you are going to be passionate about what you do. And of course, this is going to help you stay focused. Now, if you stay focused, then it means that you're going to give your best effort. How can you stay hungry as a young athlete? How can you stay motivated? And of course, I shared clips, you know, of the amazing interview we had with Cassie Weaver, I think it was two weeks ago, where we talked exactly about this motivation thing and how you can stay motivated. You see, from Lisa's perspective, this is one of the ways that you do that. And that is for you to stay hungry. So you need to be hungry about your sport. You see, I, I, I don't work with part-time athletes. Athletes that today they are feeling it. Tomorrow, maybe they are not feeling it. Uh, and all of those things. You see, if you are hungry for your sport, you are going to be passionate about it. If you are passionate about it, you are going to stay focused. If you are focused, you are going to give your best effort. And of course, when you give your best effort, what is going to happen? You are going to perform better. It's it's not rocket science. So this is the final lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Lisa Leslie. And that is what led her to having all of the success that she was able to have over the course of her career. She stayed hungry. I want you guys to stay hungry. I want you to stay passionate about your sport. I want you to stay willing to learn, stay willing to improve, stay willing to continue to do well and grow in your sport the way that you should. Three lessons, guys, from Lisa Leslie, absolute legend of a women's basketball player. Have a self-directed training regimen. You need to be trained on your own. Learn to walk your way up slowly but surely. You know, it, it takes time. And the final one is stay hungry. Stay hungry. Athlete Maestro, guys, episode 577. Head over to the website, athletemaestro.com. Check out all the other free resources that we have for you there. Everything is geared towards helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports. And of course, one of the ways we do that is to share stories and examples from great athletes like Lisa in terms of what they've been able to achieve in sports and how, of course, you can benefit from it athletemaestro.com and of course if you haven't left us a rating and review or you haven't subscribed to the podcast i would highly encourage that you do so what your rating and review does is that it enables other athletes who find the podcast to know that hey this is a worthwhile podcast this is a worthwhile resource and i can use this to ensure that i reach my sports goals and they will be doing that because of your review if for anything just the fact that you learn something from these things uh you know it, it would be nice to give us feedback and say hey this is what i'm learning this is what i've learned from the podcast and of course when you subscribe the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice so you don't have to worry or you don't have to be concerned athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe if you don't know how to subscribe or leave that written and review athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe and of course if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do want to go out there learn all the lessons you can from a great champion in Lisa Leslie. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.